Hello, and welcome to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. I'm your host, Joni Advent Maher, mystic, spiritual midwife, and visionary leadership guide. It's my great pleasure to share inspiring and intimate conversations and emerging wisdom gathered from our collective feminine journey of awakening. My guests are revolutionary women at the cutting edge of both personal and global transformation. I invite you to join us in claiming our sovereignty, changing the world, and flourishing no matter what. Welcome, beloved listener. I am so glad you can join us today. I have a special guest and a special opportunity for you today. I have Lisa Copeland joining me, and Lisa is a leading internationally recognized love coach and dating expert for women over 50. So whether you're over 50 or not, stay tuned in. Whether you have a partner or not, stay tuned in. Because we are going to be diving into understanding men. So first, I want to welcome you, Lisa, and then I will go into more about who you are and what you bring. Welcome. Thank you, Joni. It's so nice to be here with you. Such an honor and and such a joy. I know we are going to have fun because just leading up to this, we have been laughing. <laughs> we have been laughing all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to get some good, good, juicy information and conversation, and we're going to have some fun. So as I said, let me share a little bit more about Lisa and the wonder that she is and all that she brings. She is an Amazon best-selling author of The Winning Dating Formula for Women Over 50. And she's been seen in the Huffington Post and has appeared on ABC and Fox. And she inspires and teaches women how to feel confident, empowered, and joyful dating after 50. That, that is a big That is a big ask, I would say. Um, Many people dread dating. They see it as a chore. And it can really be so much fun. (laughs) 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 Yes. Well, it's so funny because it's it's a little unusual. But I, I was saying to you before we started that I'm in this really shy mode today, which is, it's not always the case for me. And I don't know if it's because of the subject matter or if I'm channeling what it is that when women enter the dating pool after 50, they feel, I don't know. But do, do the women you work with encounter some of, some of that? Like, how do I even get started with this? Oh, yes. I hear that all the time because truthfully, when we were younger, we didn't have to date. We kind of (laughs) fell 
<laughs> yeah, well, it's kind of true. I mean, uh, we sort of fell into relationships because we hung out. Yeah. And we met people and we really began hanging out. And so we weren't dating lots of men and we weren't trying to make decisions before a cup of coffee was finished, whether they're the one. We didn't even think of that back then. You know, we just, um, we just hug out and had a good time and it went, you know, it could go somewhere. So what I hear from women so often is, is either they haven't dated since they were really young or they didn't really date and, and they just don't know how to start and it feels daunting to them. Yes. And maybe a little awkward or, or just. Oh yeah. Yeah. Inse- it is awkward. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or insecure. I, I, I just, <laughs> I, I don't even need to be dating. I'm married, but I can feel <laughs> it. And I think there's some shame too. Like all my mm. friends are married and what happened to me? What did I do wrong? Mm. And you didn't do anything wrong. It's like a lot of people that are married, hopefully yours is a blessed, happy marriage, <laughs> but yes. many marriages are not. And yes. people are staying because they're afraid to be alone. So the gift when you do get divorced or when you're widowed is one, you get a chance to rediscover yourself again. Mm. And so many people, when they're in marriages, not you, Joni, because you're growing all the time, but so many people don't grow. They sort of stay stagnant. Yes. And when you're on your own, you you almost, it's like a, a big push. It's time to grow now. And mm. it takes us out of our comfort zone. And we love being in our comfort zone. That feels good to us, but we can get kind of bored. <laughs> so um, yeah, so it's really scary for women when they are coming out with bodies that are older, not knowing how to date. And then they put it into the mindset of, oh, this is like a job versus, oh, this is fun. And I'm learning about myself and about what I want at this time in my life. Mm. Well, that was the thing I so appreciate about your approach to this is you really support women in honoring themselves, kind of coming from a foundation of what I would use the word sovereignty or uh, just honoring who they are, what matters to them, as opposed to kind of putting themselves out there in order to to please or to yeah. <laughs> That's you know a big issue. <laughs> yes. So what often happens when we're not honoring ourselves? and we honor another person, we end up getting hurt. So an example of that is I was, after my first marriage, which was 24 years, and mm, is the mm-hmm. father of my children, but I took about a year to heal. You know, that's a long time to be in a marriage. I, yeah. realized, <laughs> I realized during that time, I didn't really, when I came out of my marriage, I was really still a couple mm. in my thinking. I would, I remember the first date I went on, I, a guy from a sports team came into a restaurant I was at. And I remember thinking, oh my, uh, you know, he would have liked that. Meaning my ex, he would have liked that. Um. And so you kind of forget about yourself. And we often give ourselves up as women in relationships to please a man. And the problem is, is we become them and they 
married you in the first place because of who you were mm. at the time, your personality and everything. And so when, when we give ourselves up, we think we're doing it for the best, uh, the best good of the relationship, but we're hurting ourselves. And I think that was one of the biggest lessons I learned. And I see it with my clients too, was to learn how to truly honor ourselves. Sometimes we have to make tough decisions and we have to end relationships because they're not honoring us anymore. Mm -hmm. So I was saying though, the two and a half year relationship I was in, I knew I was in, not with the right person. I knew we were a major mismatch. But one, he looked at me like I was a movie star or something, and I hadn't <laughs> had that. <laughs> <You know? Yeah. laughs> and that was like unbelievable. And then as we were going along and we were breaking up like every three months, and I knew I w it was wrong. I knew it wasn't the right person for me, but I was afraid I would hurt his feelings. Mm. So I ended up really hurting myself. Mm. Although I learned so much in this relationship, but I hurt myself because I wasn't honoring me mm. and what my needs were. I was honoring his needs because I didn't want to hurt him. In the end, I did anyway, because it did come to a point I realized I had to honor myself. And it's really important to, you know, that's why I help women feel empowered again. Yes, yes, yes. So in a way you had to step into your leadership in the relationship because you could see the writing on the wall. It sounds like in a way that he could not, that it was not a good fit. Right. It was, but it wasn't the leadership of dealing with men, which I know we're going to talk about. It was yes. the leadership really of honoring self. Yes, mm -hmm. yes, yes. Which if we don't have that, we, we really don't have anything in in my opinion i mean if we're if we're not coming from a place in our lives of honoring ourselves it's it's hard to really have joy satisfaction fulfillment in our lives right and one of the things we do in dating is we let men pick us. Mm. And that came from being a good girl when you were younger yes. and being flattered and yes. people pleasing and all that. So when I work with clients, we create <laughs> is, it, is it time for the dog to bark <laughs> amazon must be out my door <laughs> uh, yeah but stop so um okay. so we with my clients we create what's called a quality man template mm. and what this is is for the first time women many of them are sitting down and getting clear on what's going to make them happy today. Mm. Because most of the time we're dating like we did in our 20s and our teens. <laughs> we're looking for that hot guy <laughs> and, you know, that we have instant chemistry and attraction to. And chemistry and attraction are wonderful, but we're all getting older and sexual dysfunction is rampant in this age group. And you need more. And you need, you need more than just chemistry. You need to know what is it that I really want to do with my partner? How do I want to share my life? How do I want the support? How do I want the fun? How do I want... And you get to pick again. 
And you're not making babies this time, so you don't need the strongest guy in the world. You need someone, you know, the strongest, hottest guy. Uh-huh. That's how we pick in our 20s. Uh-huh. Right? Really DNA coding for babies. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> it's about having fun. It's about companionship. It's about um, having someone that has your back. The other interesting thing we do is I have women look at the patterns of men they've been attracted to over the Mm. years because we don't recognize we're dating the same guy in different clothes. He has the same issue. (laughs) And I call this a pattern chart. It's part of that quality man template. And the reason women have such a hard time, they're looking for that old type over and over again. It's back to the comfort zone. It yeah. feels really good because you've been around it your whole life. Chances are it is a parent you had issues with. Yes. And that, we do that in relationships. Does that make sense? Yes. It, yes. It, from a psychotherapy standpoint, it goes to what's your attachment style and how we attach. And yes, all those pieces of, of trying to win in the situation you couldn't win in the first place. So Right. So yeah. my sister said to me, right at the pretty close to the beginning of that 24-year marriage, she said, you know you married mom. I said, <laughs> what? Oh, <God>. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> and I did it, um, I did it in that two and a half year relationship and I did it in a two-year marriage after that. And that Mm. is when I started to, this is when I created the beginning of that quality man template and that pattern chart Mm. where I really dove down and started looking at who the heck am I attracted to all the time. And it always starts from within you because you're healing yourself. Right, 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 right. Oh, well, I love that. And I I know you have another equally powerful tool you use that I, I heard you mention on a recent interview, something about feelings or do, do you an, know what I'm referring an to? An emotional guidance system? Yes, yes, yes. That okay. is part of the quality man template. Okay. So um, I help women really dive down into how they want to feel around a man. So it's important because when we have this tendency to let men pick us or when we have this tendency to go by instant attraction. And by the way, for women, chemistry and attraction can grow. Mm. It doesn't have to be instant. It mm-hmm. can grow. And the guy that wasn't so cute can suddenly be the cutest guy in the world once you've gotten to really know him. Mm. So, but if you're picking by the, either of those two things, chemistry and attraction, or you're picking by letting a man choose you, um, the emotional guidance system is so important because we have a tendency to forget about how we're feeling in a relationship. Mm. We make excuses when Mm. we're not feeling good Mm. and when someone's not treating us right. So um, what I did was I came up with this emotional guidance system where you really get clear. Now, when I do it with my group clients, we do it in meditation Uh Um, and I have them meet like the, light of that person. Mm. And I asked them, and how are you feeling? What does that, what do you feel when he wraps his arms around you? And what do you feel when you're communicating? So can I share how that saved me one time? Yes, please. Okay. 
So I went out with this guy who turns out he had buku dollars. And I thought, (laughs) (laughs) and we can have what's called perceived high value qualities where we, we really want one quality and Mm -hmm. we fit a square peg in the round hole to make it work. Mm -hmm. It can be money. It can be looks. It can be, uh, he has to be fit uh, or even spiritual. I went out with mm-hmm. a guy that I thought was spiritual and he was not a good person, you know? <laughs> yeah. but because he was spiritual, I used that as the quality to say, oh yes, he's got everything that I ever wanted, but he did not. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so I went out with this guy that had buku dollars and he took me to this very expensive restaurant and we had we sat and we had a glass of wine and then we said let's do dinner I said okay you know and he said do you want you know what let's get this shrimp and crab and this huge tower that was really expensive of expensive (laughs) seafood and then we ordered steaks and we're ordering all the stuff and I'm going oh wow this is great this is a wonderful lifestyle and we went out on a second date and it was okay. And then we go, he comes to my house. Um, this would be the third time I saw him because that restaurant was really close to my, my house where I used to live. Uh-huh. And he comes in and he starts with me about sex. Mm. And I, I said to him, I don't, haven't known you long enough. I don't, you know, I just need to know you better. Mm-hmm. He said, oh, but you don't trust me. Mm. And I go, it's not that I don't trust you. I feel I don't know you. And anyway, he ends up leaving in a huff. Mm. And, but he did ask me out again, another expensive restaurant, and this whole sex talk starts again. And I'm feeling like this is the fourth date. He is not honoring me. And I'm not feeling good. So I went home and I read my emotional Mm. guidance system that started with the man in my life makes me feel love adored and cherished Mm. and I wasn't feeling any of that but if I hadn't had that tool it would have been really easy for me to swipe under the rug or or throw under the rug the fact that he was not honoring me and to go with that expensive lifestyle which was that perceived high value quality so you always want to tap into how am I feeling around mm-hmm. this man? Because you can get taken away, t- uh, blown away by other things he has, and then you can still feel like crap. And you yes. don't need, you don't need, you need someone that makes you feel good. You need to feel good inside first, but you need someone that reflects how good you feel inside. Right. And you just, you, we all deserve that. Mm-hmm. And it's it's interesting as I'm listening to you, I, I'm thinking that this also applies in our female mm-hmm. friendships, for example, for for those of us that m- might be in a committed partnership or marriage, but but maybe it's female friends that we want or need that these tools you're describing don't have to be limited just to um, to a dating relationship, but they could be to other forms of relationship, which seems very powerful to me. They could, because we outgrow relationships sometimes, and it's Mm -hmm. painful, and we don't feel good, but we stay because we've had the friendship so long. So yeah, I guess you could come up with a guidance system for how you want to feel around friends. 
Yeah. That's brilliant, Joni. <laughs> Good job. That's my free tip of the day. You can take that and run with it. <laughs> I like it. Yes, because it really is ultimately about honoring self in relationship. And for so many of us, we have deep wounding, both with with men or women, or as you said, you know, we end up marrying or partnering with our mother or, or, or our father. Or our father. Yeah, both. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So speaking of that, I would love to just dive into like, what are the secrets that you know about men? <laughs> what, what? <laughs> Do you have the day, the talk? <laughs> Maybe the next week. Um, <laughs> Well, let's start with how women perceive men. Is that a good place perfect. to start? Yes, that's perfect. So we perceive men as women inside, but just in male bodies. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> and yeah. actually a friend and I, many, many years ago, um, we went on a trip together and um, this is when I was single and we were sitting by the pool and we sitting with our I don't know, I think we had Cosmopolitans because that sex in the city <laughs> was real big then. And we were just so cool with our little Cosmos and we're talking about men. And that was the insight that came to us was, you know what, maybe we're looking for women in men's bodies. You know, it's, <laughs> and, and it's true. We think that men think like us and they oh. so don't. And oh, by the way, no goes both ways. Yeah. Men uh, think that women think like them and we don't too. We don't either. <laughs> so that's a really good place to start. They don't speak the language we speak in here. No. They don't uh, because they come from a different place than mm. we do. And that place is women come from community. Yes. So if I said to you, Joni, could you please help me move this table? What would you say to me? Sure. Of yeah. course you would. Yeah. <laughs> because you, women come from what's best for the community. And that comes yeah. from the caveman days where women were the gatherers and men were the hunters. Yes. Now men come from what I call he, being the hero. Mm. It really is wired into a man to make your life better, to fix. Wow. And a great example of that is how many times have you tried to tell your husband a story and he's tried to fix something in it? <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes even before I tell him the story. Yes. Well, instead of thinking, oh my God, <laughs> just let me talk. Um, See that as a gift because that is mm. a male a male strength is mm. to make you feel safe and protected to the best of their ability, and it's actually a gift. Mm. It is. A, you're right. It is a gift, and it's funny because I have a, a dear friend who is single who uh -huh. tells me that all the time. She's <laughs> like, I wish I had a bill in my you know in my world. So. Well, the other thing is, though, is everyone's husband looks better, you know, <laughs> because they don't live with them. Right. But, the, but, the, but there is a way to tell that story without having a guy fix it. Do you want to hear it? Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. So when men are listening to you talk, 
they are listening to what can I fix? That is literally what, where their mind is. <laughs> and when you go on a tangent and you start talking about Susie's best friend's father is dating somebody guy or some girl <laughs> or whatever, um, they get lost because their focus is to fix for you. Remember, they want to keep you safe, protected, and provided for to the best of their ability. Mm. So you can help them relax and just say to them, oh, could you do me a favor? I just need to share this story. Nothing needs to be fixed. And I'm going to go back. I just need about five minutes. Put a timer on it. Because if you go real long, the eyes start glazing over, but a guy can hear you for five minutes. <laughs> and you could just say, I, could you do me a favor? I just need five minutes of your time to, when you have a suck, I just need to share the story. Mm. And, and one of the things is when you do that is, um, number one, it tells a man that you're leading him for what you need without yes. being demanding. Yeah. And he can, he wants to do that for you. He really does. And contain it to five minutes. Don't go on, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and if you really need to share it, share it with a girlfriend because um, she can process with you. And that's what we look for is that processing. Whereas men, we just want to feel it, twirl it around, see how it feels. <laughs> Whereas men are going, fix, get to the point, fix, get to the point, fix, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yes. Well, it strikes me. It really is when you provide the structure for them or the, con the, the container and they know what they're entering into that they can relax that's what i'm right. hearing like they can right mm -hmm. relax yeah. down into that yeah mm -hmm. yeah so um another tip about men yes is men we actually criticize men all the time and mm. a lot of that comes from the fact that we have our own way of doing things <laughs> Oh God! Yes. And of course, our way is the powder way, right? <laughs> yes, like loading the dishwasher. Yeah. Oh mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> but it's not. And right. men have a different way. And what we're really doing when we criticize a man is number one, we're training them to stop doing for us mm. because they figure mm. I can just never do it right. Why even try anymore? Mm. And number two, we're, um, well, we're just not letting them do their job. And what we're saying is, we don't trust you to do it right. Mm. And then again, they stop doing for you. Mm -hmm. So a, an example of that that happened in my life also, like one of the reasons I understand all this so well is I've, I feel like I've lived it all. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. everything I've gone through, the tears, the frustration, the everything. And the reason I can help women so well is I've been there. I empathize. I know. And nobody taught us these things about men. No. So the greatest thing you can do is um, to try and not pick everything as a battle. So, mm -hmm. and try and not <clears throat> unload that dishwasher, <clears throat> excuse me, unload and reload that dishwasher right in front of his face <laughs> or where he can hear it. <laughs> he'll, he'll think, why did I even bother? 
just let the dishes go and let them clean as best as they can. And it's, you have to pick your, your battles because oh. otherwise it's like a puppy, you know, you're, you're, when you go, no, 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 no enough times, you know, the puppy just sits with its head down and, and that's how a man feels and they'll stop trying. Mm-hmm. And another thing about men is they yes. need to be appreciated. Um. If, if a man does do something for you, even if he does it the wrong way, <laughs> <laughs> He's trying. He just yes. doesn't have our book of how to do it. Right. <laughs> and, um, so he's trying and you really do want to appreciate, uh, appreciate what he tries, even if it's not to your standards, <laughs> because he really is trying. And mm. a great way to ask men for their help Yes. Is um, I call it the four magic words and the five magic words. So let's go back to that community thing where I said to you, could you please help me move this table? And you said, of course, yes, because we're community oriented. And you said, please, you know, that we were taught to say please and thank you. We were good, good girls (laughs) when we said that. Well, a man doesn't hear, he hears that that, uh, line that, no, he hears that line like an order, mm. whereas we hear it as, oh, let's cooperate. And we'll all work together. He hears it like you're ordering him because who used to say, honey, get your homework <laughs> off the table, honey, move mom. your shoes. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's mom. who, and mom was doing it from a community. Let's make the house nice for the community. Yes. So um, my, my first husband used to say, you're always ordering me. And I'm thinking, I would say to him, but I say, please. And he would say, I would say, what am I doing? And he could not define it. It wasn't until mm. you know, much later when two men told me I didn't know how to let men be mad. <laughs> but I, I tell you, I've done it all. This is You've done I, the research for us. Thank you so I've much. Lived it. I've lived it. And it wasn't until later, it was, I found out that those words, could you, um, I'm sorry, the words of, can you please help me move this table sounded like an order to him. He couldn't put into words. It was his mother. I later learned that's who it was. So the way to get a man to step up is to trigger the hero response in that. (laughs) (laughs) You say, um, honey, I need your help. Or, mm. or you say, honey, could you do me a favor? Mm. Because when you're coming from that place, first of all, you're giving them something to do for you. Mm. And that's why it's important not to criticize because mm. they, when you give them something to do, they're going to go off and do it. And they really, really do want to make you happy. Mm. And we just are the killjoys because it's not, <laughs> you know, like, oh, how could you do it this way? What do you mean you went to the grocery store and you got the Hunt's ketchup versus the Heinz ketchup, you know? And, and they're there. Oh, well, well, I tried my best. But if you use those kinds of words, I need your help, or could you do me a favor? It triggers the hero response of vulnerability in you. And they're like, yes, 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 I can fix something for her. <laughs> You're actually making them happy. As long as you appreciate it and not criticize it. Yes, which from my standpoint, just looking at that kind of the partnership model of bringing the masculine and the feminine together, our, our capacity 
to yield or be receptive it 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 all makes perfect sense it's it is that as you said that vulnerability cue or response or or what have you to to allow them to to step in and do and provide for us so interesting and the, the, while you're on the male female roles yes. there yes <laughs> which is kind of what i would call the alpha beta males well not I'm going to take out beta, the alpha role. Mm-hmm. As women, especially when we've been single, and um, this is how I came into those two relationships, by the way, where men said, you don't know how to let a man be a man. But my first husband, I asked him that question, if that mm-hmm. was true. Mm-hmm. But because we grew together through 24 mm-hmm. years, we established roles. So it was totally different. But coming into relationships today where we've all shifted and changed, we've had to come in when we've been single, we've co- we're coming from our alpha power because mm. we have had to take care of ourselves. Mm-hmm. And so we know how to do things. We're, we're directing people in significant jobs now. We're taking care of kids. You know, we're really smart. Yeah. But there has been a price to pay for that because we've lost the cooperation of men because we start bossing them around or we come in from that, I am woman, let me roar. And so I was doing that in those two relationships. I was saying, I am so much stronger than you, na 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 na. You know, <laughs> and so they were always feeling less than because I was so much stronger. I chose the wrong men to begin with, mm. but I also didn't know how to let go of of um, having to be in control. Mm. and not getting their cooperation. So when you use those words, I need your help. And when you use those words, could you do me a favor? What you're actually doing is getting cooperation from a man. Mm -hmm. You're not um, bossing him around or telling him what, how to do it, where to do it, when to do it, you know? So um, when we come from our alpha role, there's the price to be paid is we give up our hearts because Mm. we're protecting our hearts. And as women, our greatest strength is our heart. It is the feelings that we feel. Men have way more feelings than we do, but what were they told as kids when they cried? Stop crying. Boys don't cry. That's right. Mm -hmm. So they can't identify their feelings. They just stuffed them. So as we look to men to keep us safe, protected, and provided for to the best of their ability, men look to women to be able to be soft and to be able to be safe in those feelings Mm. because men can't do that with other men it's actually a much more powerful place to be than when you're telling men how to do things where to do it and to control (laughs) because you are actually getting some of that burden off your shoulders Mm. and i work with so many alpha females and they'll say to me i'm so tired of doing it all alone and doing everything. And unless you can, if you're going to order men around, you're still going to be doing it alone. (laughs) Whereas if you trigger that hero. Good point. Good point. (laughs) Whereas if you do that hero response, you're going to have their cooperation. And ultimately that's that's what you want. You don't need another child to boss around. No, you're, most women are looking for partnership. They're, they're mm-hmm. looking for, yeah, someone that 
they can both share the joys with, but also the, the burdens, <laughs> the challenges. But the, the thing is, you each bring your strengths to the table. And for yes. men, it is the logical way they think. We, mm. we can do it too, mm-hmm. but our strength is our heart. Yes. And um, some men can do heart, some mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. the mouth with heart. And that's why it's really important to come from your heart. And, and women say, oh, you're just making me a doormat. No, not at all. You're actually stronger when you come from your heart mm. than you are when you come from your head. Not that you don't use your head, you do. <laughs> but you know, it's your heart that's going to have a man want to step up and be there for you. Mm. I love that. So as we're, we're moving towards the end of our time, I, I would love to hear you just talk about your book, The Winning Dating Formula for Women Over 50. And I know you have a couple of free gifts. That are I do. Options. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I do have a book on Amazon called The Winning Dating Formula for Women Over 50. And it's going to give you many of the strategies I use with clients. Of course, when I work with clients, we dive much deeper, yes. but it gives you, you know, that beginning taste and that is on Amazon. And I have women tell me they keep it in their nightstand and refer back to it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I have two gifts. One is the guide to understanding men. And it's going to give you some ideas about how to really come into your true feminine power, because Mm. that's your real power and get Mm -hmm. the cooperation of men. And that is totally free. I think, Joni, you are going to have the links for these two free gifts. Yes. In Um, the show notes. And the other one is the five little known secrets for finding a quality man. And this is just, this is a really great little ebook. Those are both ebooks, the, mm-hmm. uh, the guide to understanding men and the five little known secrets for finding a quality man. So it's going to give you some ideas. Like if you're stuck, uh, you've been dating a while, it's going to give you some ideas of how to recharge your dating life. And if you're just starting, it's going to give you some ideas for how to start. And then of course, if you want even more information. And like, if you really want to get started and dive deeper, you can always reach out to me at lisa at findequalityman.com. And I offer a wonderful free session where we look at what's been going on. We look at uh, what's working, what's not working. And if I can help you, I'll show you how. Mm. And you'll come out of the call with great value, knowing exactly what you need to do to find the right man. Mm. And um, I just did one right before we got on this call and this woman said to me, oh my gosh, you, you care so much. She said, thank you for spending the time with me. Uh-huh. And um, then she was ready to jump and to, she decided I really want to go further. So, but you don't have to, you know, you can, it's, <laughs> no really, commitment. To, it's yes. really to help you see where you are and the clarity that you, you know, for your love life, because we need a plan like in everything in life. You actually feel the best when you have a plan, when you think guys are going to fall on your doorstep or you'll know them when you see them. Um, you'll know them when you see them, you'll know you have chemistry, but, and guys falling on your doorstep, they just really don't. You know? It's not <laughs> raining men. <laughs> like right. the song yeah. said, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just heard that song the other day, raining men. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, 
anyway, a plan is what helps you really find the right guy. And yeah, so um, yeah, I love doing this. I've been there. I've done it all. I mean, I even went to Australia to meet a guy once. I mean, I I was doing, I've done every mistake in the book and it's what led me here. So this is why when you, if you feel like you're making mistakes in dating, they're all gifts for you to keep moving forward and to help you identify better what you want and, and parts of you that may need healing or parts of you that are may that are amazing you haven't recognized there's no mistakes they're all mm, gifts yes and i i love that you really provide structure and strategy and focus and just taking the 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 mystery <laughs> out of this process yeah and mindset too our mindsets make a huge difference in what we want it's intention and you know with all my clients we really set an intention because we have things that block us but that's yes. probably for another uh podcast what blocks us from finding love <laughs> yes 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 i i think you're right there and and actually i would love to read the memoir like someday you're going to have to write the memoir of of all the research that you've done cuz it sounds like you really have done the research for us and and i've lived is, it yeah you <laughs> yeah. have you a lot have. of it's in my book the winning dating formula oh it I is talk, okay oh yeah i talk about going to australia you know <laughs> awesome so you, you don't even have to be needing to to date to buy the book it sounds like your fascinating story is in there oh that is in there yeah (laughs) it it was all a gift all a gift (laughs) (laughs) wonderful it was it was at the time it didn't feel like it but you know and and like i said for another podcast that gets into shame we bring to dating and oh boy all these mindsets you know things we've done in the past and, and and I definitely, this is a big thing I work with with women is overcoming those things that, you know, the shame and the guilt and the, because um, it all shows up again otherwise. Yeah. So you, you are really doing deep transformational work with women and they may not be showing up saying, oh yes, that's what I want. But it sounds like that's really what's occurring through the mm-hmm. process of coming home to themselves and, and learning how to to um, open to their hearts again. Yes. It's it's beautiful. Mm -hmm. So thank you so much, Lisa, for- Thank you. It was fun. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was fun. And I know our dear listeners have enjoyed it as well. So thank you, dear listener, for being with us. And I want to remind you as always to trust what your heart knows. Thanks for listening to Trust Your Sacred Feminine Flow. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend and be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you get your podcasts. And visit theradianceequation.com to receive your copy of The Radiance Equation, a visionary's guide to coming out of hiding, owning your wisdom, and creating your greatest impact.